0: Welcome, everybody, to Bible on the Rocks. In today's episode, we're going to discuss the story of Rahab from the book of Joshua, chapter 2. As a general disclaimer, the views and opinions shared are those of the participants only and do not necessarily reflect those of any Christian denomination, nor do they reflect those of any of our sponsors. So sit back and enjoy as we explore the Bible with Bible on the Rocks.
1: I'm Brett Hinky. I'm drinking Whiskey Del Bac from Tucson, Arizona. The mix is Dorado, which is a mesquite smoked whiskey. It's delicious. Nice, yeah. Very good.
2: All right. On the rocks also. Nice. I'm Josh Perius. I'm drinking Fordham and Dominion Oak Barrel Stout, which is a sweet, oh, an American sweet stout. And I'm sipping a little bit of the bare-knuckle rye oh, also.
1: Nice. Mm. What makes uh, stout sweet? Like, what do they put in it that makes it taste sweet?
2: I don't know, to I be think honest. But I think the
0: secret ingredient is
1: love.
2: <laughs> yes. love mm, um, is
1: the sweetest thing.
2: <laughs> oh, you know what? So, reading the back of this bottle, I believe for this one, at least, it's their method of infusing vanilla beans along with their uh, – Yeah, I think it's vanilla beans that do it on this one to make it a smooth and roasty stout.
1: Nice. Ooh. Like a caramel stout? Do they use caramel in it? I
2: believe so. Okay, like a lot caramel, of stouts they have like macchiato and
1: the stout kind of thing.
2: And like then you have like the coffee stout, which has coffee flavored. Yeah, I think they put coffee stuff in that too. Okay. But I don't know. It's kind of like tastes like a milk stout to me. Does it taste? Do you taste the vanilla in it? I do.
1: There you go. Nice.
3: Mm.
1: <sighs> Delicious. And it's aged in an oak barrel.
2: Um, that's a good question. I didn't do a lot of research on this one. I just remember I used to like the taste of this when it was Maybe just, they just when it was just Dominion oak barrel, oak barrel stout. Mm. But yes, I believe they age it in an oak barrel, is what an oak barrel stout is. That checks out. Unlike a bourbon uh barrel stout, which would be in a bourbon barrel and then pick up all the bourbon flavor, and this is just oaky. Nice. Dead silence. That
4: works really (laughs) well on the podcast. My name is Ed. Big Daddy Johnson. And I am currently imbibing on the Reaver Beach Hopta Puss Double IPA.
1: It's on the Reaver Beach. Oh, Is that the company you're
0: imbibing? Man, I heard inviting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I thought, what? Wait, what are you inviting?
4: That too, Jeremy. That too.
1: Wait. So who's the company on
2: Reaver Beach?
4: Reaver Beach. Reaver Beach. Okay.
2: Is that just like I an interesting from... pronunciation of river, or like no, Reaver as in like uh, like Marauder? Uh, it's it's my hometown. Oh,
4: it's from Virginia Beach. Oh. Who weren't
1: Reavers in uh, Firefly? Wasn't that yes, the... Yes, we need to check that before it out, yeah. I think yeah. it's from
2: Virginia Beach. Because <laughs> they had some kind of... Right. I think they had some kind of, like, virus or something. Yeah, something like. made them crazy from the air scrubbers on that one planet. It was the creation of the... What are you talking about? That's a great movie.
1: It's fantastic. The
2: I need to go back and watch the so series. Good. I've only seen a few episodes of the series, but I'm going gonna... well, to... I'm going Serenity that. and Firefly. Oh, yeah. Very good. If I get the Rona,
1: I'm going to rewatch Firefly. <laughs> but that'll get me, like... Half a day. Really. Right. <laughs> All right. Cool. Yeah. Hoptopus. Octopus. Is it
2: hoppy? Puss. Hoptopus. Yes, it's very hoppy. It's delicious. It's a double it looks IPA. like it. Looks like good. Yeah. It's I can see it. Golden is. That's how seed. hoppy it is. It's very foggy. Uh, yeah. yeah, look at that. Mm-hmm. Looks like a hoptopus. Like a cookie puss. The ice cream cake from caramel. Uh, Carvel? No, Carvel, Carvel, Carvel ice cream, oh, yeah, the yeah. cookie, cookie puss.
3: Mm.
2: It's like you a New York, New Jersey plus? thing. No, in Ohio, I'm not familiar. No, no cookie puss. I think it's like a Northeast-ish, though. It's not. They I found Carvel out when I, shops. Yeah, but when I was in the, I think when I was in the military, I found out that that was not a national thing, and the, and their ads were. Very odd and funny. Yeah. And they were not around the rest of the country. And people were like, what are you talking about when I was breaking up <laughs> Carvel and the Cookie Puss?
1: Yeah. I think they sell Carvel in some grocery stores. They
2: though. do. There is a chain. so Somebody, Safeway or or Giant. It's one of here those. Here. I've seen them around. Higher Cedar? Yes. Yeah. I'm like, I've seen the Carvel. And windows. Walmart.
4: Oh. It's like a pink box,
2: right? They I also so. had Fudgy the Whale. Oh, yes. That was the other one. That's right.
1: <laughs> I could be wrong. I think I've seen him at the
4: Wegmans, maybe. Maybe. He just said, I think I've seen him at the The Wegmans. The Wegmans.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know who else calls it the Wegmans? My dad. (laughs) 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 All right, Uh, the Jeremy. Yeah. Uh, My name is Jeremy Spittle. I am also drinking Whiskey Del Bach from Tucson, Arizona. It is the Dorado, which is mesquite smoked. Which is delicious. It I is. also have had some of the classic, which is non-smoked, and is also delicious. Uh, and tonight, I'm going to be telling the story of Rahab from Joshua 2. The sequel. The whole... J- <laughs> <laughs> Rahab rides again. Um, Electric Boogaloo. (laughs) Rahab 2, Electric Boogaloo. Rahab rides again. (laughs) So, just to set a little bit of context, 40 years ago, the Israelites, no, 40 years ago from from when the story story, takes off. I was like, wait a minute, what? 40 years ago in a a land far, far away, um, the Israelites were they had the exodus from Egypt.
3: Mm -hmm. They
0: left Egypt. They wandered the wilderness for 40 years. Yeah. And then eventually came to the promised land. Along the way, a lot of stuff happens. I think we've talked about some of it. Maybe we haven't. But we should because there's some good stuff in there. There is. They eventually get to just west of the Jordan River. I think it's just west of the Jordan River. Uh, across the Jordan is the promised land. Mm. Uh, the land that God led them to. The land that God showed Moses that they would occupy. Um, Moses, unfortunately, didn't make it.
3: Mm.
0: I'm still not sure what he did. He That's a whole a story in itself. Yeah, that could be a good episode. He, he did something and God said, you're not going to make it. We can talk about that another time, no. but Moses died like right before they got into the promised land. He never got to kind of, well, he got to see it from a distance, I believe.
1: I think not just Moses, but like a whole generation of Israelites didn't get to go over. Yes, that's true.
0: And Moses was like the last of that generation. Yeah. Um, Joshua was one of two spies or one of 12 that were sent out to kind of spy out the land. So, each tribe of Israel got to send out one guy. Uh, Joshua was from Ephraim? Hmm. Caleb was the other one who... And and they're kind of set apart because they're the only ones that came back and gave a good report. That said, hey, we can probably take these guys. Instead of saying, these guys are giants and we're (laughs) all going to die.
1: Why do you think they sent 12? Is there like a loose confederation... Like amongst the tribes where they don't trust maybe the other tribe. The other tribe, yeah. Yeah. And so it's like we
2: gotta have somebody from our own tribe going, or is it or is it symbolic? Maybe it was like dangerous, like whoever goes could die, so everybody has to submit one because Mm. to share in the risk, maybe. Right. Well, they all came back. True. (laughs) They're pretty good spies then.
3: Yeah, right. Sneaking around.
2: Covert, very
0: but anyway. Dirty dozen. (laughs) That's right. I like that. Josh and Caleb came back and gave a good report. Joshua and Caleb. I shortened it because we're here with Josh. Um, And I don't know why anybody would, you know, name their children after these guys, but...
2: (laughs) Totally agree. (laughs) I have a Joshua and a Caleb.
0: (laughs) What? (laughs) What? No way. (laughs) Which
2: reminds me of a joke.
3: Nice. That, um...
2: (laughs) My father used to say about the Bible, it was a funny one. He has a bunch of dumb Bible jokes, but one of them was, um, do you know that there was a person in the Bible who uh, had no mother?
0: <laughs> Haven't you said this before?
2: I think I have, but Maybe. we're talking about oh, so yeah. directly about it. So <laughs> for other ones, you know, we might pick up a new listener who didn't hear the that other too. joke. Perhaps. So yes. yeah, it'd be right, Joshua, so. Joshua, son of none. Uh, yeah, I do you remember that one. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna do a Morgan Freeman
1: impression at some point too, <laughs> yes so. yeah. all for the new listeners. This is the sacrifice we make for new listeners, yes, right, oh. right, well, and our loyal listeners right yeah. the, the two of them they come to expect it,
2: yeah, right, <laughs> and for our own <laughs> selfish desire to retell the same things over and over again, <laughs> so this uh, vanity project we call by on the rocks, yeah, right,
0: <laughs> and we do it for ourselves. if anybody's listening, whatever
1: you wait what, what?
0: Oh, you weren't listening.
1: <laughs> All right, get it, son of none.
0: And that's where the rim shot goes. <laughs> it's spelled, ba-dum, yeah, boom.
2: It's spelled N U N. Yeah, cricket, yeah, cricket. Crick, <laughs> that'd have, be a better I one. I have that soundbite. can yeah, yeah. pop that
0: one in there. All
2: right,
1: so
0: yeah, so, so are anyway, Caleb, are we doing story? Caleb and Joshua, And, and Joshua. Joshua. All right, Caleb and Joshua, the only two spies that came back with a good report for Moses. Joshua eventually. Takes over the role of Moses. He leads the Israelites, the the nation of Israel, the people, whatever you want to call them. And so, they're just west of the Jordan. I think I already mentioned that. And so Joshua, they're oh, they're in a place called
1: Brett. I don't know where are they. Penile Sh- Valley. Sh- Sh- Sh-
4: Sh- Sh- you know? Shittim. Shit him. Shit him. Shit him. Shit him. Him. Shit nice. him. Shit him. Yeah. Interesting. Do you know where Shittim is? No, It's just
1: west of Jericho, I think. West of the Jordan, right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's lost. It's gone.
1: Is there a joke there you were going to tell? Wow. That was, if there was a joke,
2: you kind of need a (laughs) punchline. Because if the idea was that we would just automatically know the punchline, it did not work. We did not get it. (laughs) I visit Shittim every morning.
4: Uh, uh, mm. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. That's
1: why
2: That's nice it That's right. it's nice and regular. I try to keep it to it's myself. It's nice and regular. All right. Right. They, can't, try, they but...
1: can't
4: be all winners. They can't all be winners. That's right. I will. I but knew it
1: wasn't good. Just
2: a few I stopped.
4: I my used my filter and then I was egged on. <laughs> well, I felt
2: like I was missing out on something. Yeah. But I, I wasn't. I was watching that. Thought...
4: I thought it was going to no, be
2: really good and it turned out to not be.
0: So, all right. So, anyway, Joshua and the Israelites are in Shittim. Yeah, they are. Uh, (laughs) Deep shit. And so, Joshua, (laughs) I think, he's he's basically, he's getting ready to invade the promised land and um, take over. Yeah. So, he calls a couple guys and he says, hey, I want you guys to go over there and spy on Jericho. Because mm. that's where we're taking first, but I want to figure out, you know, what do they have? What do they not have? How are we going to beat them? All this other sort of stuff. So, two guys go in.
1: Do and we get know to... These guys was Caleb one of the guys or just we just don't know. I, I don't, think don't think we
0: know who they I think are they're named. Yeah, just a couple yeah, of yeah, just two spies. Okay, is all it all it says.
2: So we'll we'll call them Jim and Call Nathan Hale and Sean and James Bond. All right, James <laughs>
0: but, and
1: Nathan. Do you think James it's probably not one of the other ten guys because they they seem like they were scared of everything. Uh, and we'll tell that story later. But they got struck down.
2: <clears throat> the other ten dudes did. Yeah. Oh, because oh. they didn't have a good report. They die. Yeah. Oh, good point. So not them. <laughs> yeah. And so I would think hard to it. get a hard to get a. A bunch of volunteers for this next spy job. Yeah, (laughs) right. Or it's like like, odds
1: are. (laughs) Or it's
2: like uh, let's not come back and say we're scared. Right. uh, We're gonna die. Right. On their way out, they're like, "Hey, no matter what we see, we can take this place." Yeah. Exactly. We're gonna say.
0: (laughs) (laughs) In fact, let's come up with this weird story about a prostitute. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
3: (laughs)
1: Or innkeeper.
0: Or innkeeper, but probably prostitute. Really, probably. Ooh. That's what, I would yeah. see, That's uh, what I, I've That's what I've like, studied. Calvin was like yeah, in hops. Yes, <laughs> like John Calvin. Yeah. Oh wow. well, let's go further. I read. I read something about him, and he was like, "I don't know how anybody reads this as innkeeper. It says prostitute." Oh, nice. <laughs> that is actually some better, of the stuff
2: then. that I saw. Was like, they refer to the innkeeper idea is that sure a lot of places would double as like a whorehouse and an inn.
3: Yeah.
2: But yeah. But when once it's like, it's like once you go a little bit, like once you have a little bit of prostitution happening in your inn, here it's a prostitution house. It's not a like you know you're not an innkeeper. Like I don't know, maybe there's prostitution here. So, well, yeah. if you're paying by the hour, do you really want to sleep there?
3: Mm,
2: no, I guess not. It seems like you get expensive. But you don't
1: have to pay for. That. Maybe Generally maybe it back then for, it, it used to, to be paid not, for the yeah. Right. night. Yeah, maybe it's the girlfriend. Combo ex- deal. It's the girlfriend experience. Maybe the girl's not there for the whole night. Oh well, yeah. Maybe if you wake up early, it doesn't matter. Yeah, wake up and visit. Shittim. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we jumped ahead. We didn't even get you the chance. Sorry, sorry. We no, just no, yeah. Okay. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. That's all right. Well, I mean, we'll we'll
0: get there
2: sooner yeah. or later. Where are we going? Uh, Jericho. Jericho. I feel oh, like we should we power through the story and then our, do our analysis.
0: No, it's every good. time we it's say good. that,
2: it's and good. we never right. do it. Yeah, that's
0: what she said. All right. So the two spies, Joshua sends them out. They get to Jericho and they get just inside the city gate, and they find an inn right Mm -hmm. and they they go all right let's hole up here and um see what we can see (laughs) uh so they they get to the inn and they find rahab who is the owner of this dwelling in which they have found themselves within the walled city yes
2: well like within the wall turns out
0: her her place was in the wall right yeah. it's like the the wall of jericho her place was there in the wall uh so i i kind of get the the feeling that if they were to be seen they would be known as israelites i mm. there there must have been some sort of um
1: like a foreskin check when you entered the <laughs> city or something like that
2: bingo <laughs> <laughs> Maybe their clothing and dress was different. Well, so I mean, they've been let's, wandering the for 40 years. Yeah, so they and they came around. out with Egyptian clothes. But let's yeah.
4: also remember the story is told after the fact. Like, it's not like a live-action narrator.
2: Now that we have a break, <laughs> I was going to make the joke that we can't sit in there. It's like probably because they were white and the people around them weren't. I'm just joking because there's like the American version of like making uh, everybody oh, right. in the Bible seem white even uh, though they're not no. white. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you also – Like right. Charlton Heston. They look like Charlton Heston. So, they stuck out like a sore thumb when they read <laughs> hey. book. <just> like... <laughs> hey.
1: But also, Jericho, probably not like a modern city where we think millions upon millions of people. So, it could be that, hey, who are these two strange guys? That's true. Walking right. around yeah. that, that we've be. never seen before. Right, yeah. right. Yeah.
0: So, where do strangers that come into a town go?
4: Oh
1: yeah. Right.
0: To the they go so, the in. Or yeah. the brothel. Whatever. Right, right. Either yeah.
4: way. So the town yeah. I'm thinking of is in The Mandalorian. Oh. Right? It's Tatooine. a little town behind the walls, you know, and they show up and you like you know
2: that these people Oh are that one. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Wait, is that Where, season um, two? I'm not in season two yet.
0: What are you sorry. That Where was when you a, two you living
2: under?
1: That's when what's her name? Ahsoka? Yeah, Ahsoka yeah. shows up yeah. in that uh, uh, yeah. I just finished season
2: one. Oh, man. Because I'm, I'm trying to watch it with my son in who's back from right right now. I know. Some shows I get really far behind on. This is a promise. finished this. Ted Lasso. Uh, <laughs> I
0: lasso. mean, that's worth lasso. it. That's that worth is. it.
2: Yeah. So
1: inside the gates, inside the gates, they, they got to hide out. Inn, so they and they go to the inn. Rahab.
0: Yeah. A prostitute named Rahab is the innkeeper. Okay. Right. Why do we think she's a
1: prostitute? Because the Bible. The Bible says so. <laughs> Not in the translation I read, it just meant she's an innkeeper. Really? Really? Yeah.
0: Which translation is that?
1: New International Version. Does not refer to her as a prostitute. It says innkeeper. And then in the notes, you can read like the footnotes. And it will say like some translations.
4: Say.
2: Wait, what, so the NIV.
4: Which, yeah, I'm looking
1: at the NIV. So
2: they went and entered the house of a prostitute named Rahab and stayed there. That's I what my
4: know. NIV says. But I'm wrong, man. Yeah, you're reading
0: the wrong international version. (laughs) (laughs) The (laughs) WIV
4: sounds like the right international version. Maybe. All right, so
2: I'm wrong. All right, no, uh, No, I've heard that before too.
0: I think I think there's there's that's why I've kind of said she owns an. I remember hearing that. That's always been the funny sort of thing. She's a prostitute. You know, I'm just I'm riffing with that. So, two spies. Joshua sends them out. They get to Jericho, they find this place, it might be an inn, it might be Rahab's place. It's at the city walls, city, right, probably just inside the city gates. And they go in and they say, Hey, um, we want to stay here. So Rahab says, Yeah, come on in. No problem. Uh, but I think there's there's definitely something there that They stand out like a sore thumb, whether it's they've been wandering the wilderness for 40 years or whatever it is. She knows who they are. She knows they're spies. And apparently someone in town sees them Hmm. and goes and tells the king of Jericho. And the king of Jericho says, hey, uh, I got to we need to talk to Rahab because this is bad for us. As a city, as a whole, as a people. Right.
1: We're all in this together. Right. Yeah, I mean, there's thousands of thousands of Israelites. Waiting to take... Two
0: million,
4: maybe.
1: Yeah. It's a lot. There's a lot of them. A lot of them, yeah. Do you think maybe it's just that uh, maybe they got intelligence? So, did they see them or it doesn't So say. maybe they got intelligence and they just assumed, oh, they're probably hiding out in the in or well, they're it, staying in the it inn? It doesn't say. I just okay. kind
0: of assume based on everything that that somebody probably saw them and okay. brought a report to the king. So the king sent messengers to specifically to Rahab. Yeah. Um because he knew where they were. Yeah, yeah. Uh so the king sends these messengers to Rahab and and they say, "Hey, We know you got these spies here. Yeah. And we want you to turn them over to us because they're bad news. They're bad for for us. They're bad for Jericho. And so you need to turn them in so we can kill them, basically. Yeah. Yeah. But somehow Rahab knew these guys were coming. She hustled these guys up to the roof and hid them under stalks of flax. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. I don't know what flax is. It's like the pre wheat, right? When you harvest wheat, you get the flax, right? And the okay. wheat. So it's like the big bunches of stuff. And you, on the so threshing floor, you separate the, right? Flax from the wheat, flax from the seed. I think that's what that is. So it's, it's grass. It's, it's grass. Image of Ruth yeah.
0: <clears throat> it's tall grass.
2: Yeah. It's grassy stuff. It's kind of so- like hay. Yeah. A bunch of hay that's going to be eventually so she's separated some, to make wheat.
0: Yeah, she's got some flax up on the roof drying out. So she takes them up there and hides them under the flax on the roof. King's men come. And uh, they ask her about the spies. And she says, you know, I, I know the guys you're talking about. I saw those guys, too. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, they came here. And the funny thing is they just left. They went through the gate. They, they, you know, I guess the city gates close at, at dark or whatever. So she was like, you know, they, they knew the city gate was about to close. They took off. They were scared. They hightailed out of here. Mm-hmm. So I think if you guys head out and look for them, you'll probably catch up to them. So we're good. And they believe her, you know. So they leave. They exit the gate. Gates close behind the king's men. And she walks up and she uh, she gets to the spies and she says, Hey, I just saved your lives. So here's what I want you to do for me, okay? I know that you guys are going to come and invade our city. And I know that you're probably going to kill and every, uh, kill everybody. Also, I heard about what God did for you down at the Red Sea. So that was pretty cool. It's pretty powerful, God. Um, everybody heard about what happened to Og and Sihon across the way, pretty much where the, the Israelites are now, because they just slaughtered everybody over there. Mm. She was like, everybody's heard about that, so everybody is, like, really scared of you guys right now. And there's no courage, nobody wants to fight you guys, so, um, how about, since I saved your lives, you guys don't kill me and my family when you come and invade Jericho. Hey, of course. You
2: saved our lives, we'll save your lives. Yeah, deal. That's a very informed innkeeper slash prostitute, which right. makes sense because it seems like that's a place that would trade a lot in, like, stories mm. and, like, <clears throat> travelers coming in and out. It seems like she would
0: be well. Yeah, actually. I mean, because the whole Red Sea thing was 40 years earlier. Right. And kind of far away. Right. It's not like there was a newspaper. Well, that's somebody word, word it of down. mouth. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Word of mouth. It wasn't written. No,
2: I think Moses wrote it down, right? Huh? You think Uh, Moses wrote the up until the point where he dies before he died? He had somebody write it down. Maybe he was a boss, you know. Yes, (laughs) he was the dictator to a um, scribe. Yes, the Richard Potato. Yeah.
1: Either way, they heard the story. Yes, they heard. She's basically a businesswoman, so she makes deals. Right. Right. She's she's pretty smart. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. cry wasn't a lot of trades or business ventures that a woman could run herself but prostitution pretty good yeah sure probably it's a better situation than, than probably having a pimp or something lucrative. yeah i don't know
2: um she and also have been like actually, that's she could be like a madam at this yeah. point if she yeah. runs the place yeah yeah
4: it's interesting yeah. that you say that because it says it's her place yes yeah. so right. a woman owns something back in that day yeah right oh so right that's yeah true be- yeah, in the point. ancient, in the A
1: and E, ancient Near East, <laughs> yeah, that's right. that wasn't as common for the new listeners. Uh, the A and E. I feel like Eric is here in my heart East, now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. guys. Right. This is what happens in the ancient Near East. Don't apply your all This morality
0: here. Can we get an Eric impression out of Brett?
1: <clears throat> hey guys, I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> I wish I could be there with you right now, but I underestimated how long it would take me to move. <laughs> <laughs> And I can't wait to feel water slapping my back. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta move boxes, and then I gotta hit the box, and then I don't shower, and I don't brush my teeth. Uh,
0: we love you, Eric. Yeah, we do. Wish sure you were here.
1: Uh, but yeah, um, so um, yeah, so he would. But, at this point he would mention the engineers. The, the flip side of that coin, though, with Rahab, mm. is... That, um... To coin a phrase.
0: She's... <laughs> she's... Yes. <laughs> she lives in the city. She knows everybody. Yeah. Uh She's a Would member you say of she
4: the... knows everybody. In the biblical sense? I
0: didn't do it with air quotes. I mean, it's in
4: the Bible, so... <laughs> it's the biblical. Uh, sense. I was just I checking know. in.
0: So, she's gotta have some fear. <sighs> Not of, like, the Israelites, but of, like... Her community. She's she's basically saying you can kill everybody else, but don't kill me. Yeah, like screw all these other people. I'm just looking which, out for number one. Which at she's one point a deal.
2: Well, at one point I was kind of like, oh, she's kind of like turning betraying her city. Exactly. But then again, she runs a whorehouse in her city. She's probably not seeing the best parts of her city, nor being treated great by them. <laughs> Think about it. So maybe she's like, you know what? I've been dealing with these people. For these years, and I cannot God, wait until somebody kills them. them all the way they've been treating me.
1: That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Or That's an
2: interesting. Point. Or
1: she's making a deal. So let's say Jericho's walls hold. She's no worse off. Only she and the spies know, right? Or if they
2: come in and destroy her buddy, <laughs> so she just made a great deal either way. That's a good point. It is smart. Yeah, she's really smart, and she kind of figures maybe based on everything she's heard, I could turn these guys in. They could get killed. That's not going to change our fate. They're coming in here to get us. Yeah, exactly. They're going to get us no matter what. I might right. as well save myself. Yeah. 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 Right. Shrewd. Again, the kind of smart, enterprising woman that sets up her own business in the ancient Near East and makes money. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. Right.
1: Imagine if the ancient Near East had been different. Think all the value they lost by keeping
2: the woman down.
1: Right. Could have been so much more value. For yeah.
2: You. Could have been like Philip of Macedonia who? have been coming the other way. Instead of being taken over the Greeks, I guess. That's point. okay. Sorry.
1: Oh, man. All right. Well, let's get back to it. <coughs> yeah.
3: That's now what that she we said. had
1: Josh just point out how much smarter he is than everybody else. <laughs> all right. So.
0: <laughs> that's all right. I'm putting crickets behind yeah, it so I make my myself yeah. feel better. <laughs> um, all right. So she History just made nerd. a deal with the spies. She saved their lives. Yeah. In return, they're going to save her and her family's lives yeah. when the Israelites invade the city. So. <clears throat> um the spies good on them they said like hey if you rat us out we're still gonna kill you
1: yeah yeah
0: you know, because if if we figure out that jericho knows we're coming you're still
1: gonna die she said you know that's fair well jericho kind of knows they're coming already right <laughs>
0: Yeah, but I th- I figure it's got to be some kind of a surprise attack.
2: Yeah, we don't want to ruin the surprise attack where we march around the walls for seven days. They don't know multiple times each day. Well, they don't know that that's what they're doing at the time. That's true, but, but it just yeah. seems kind of odd. That I think it's true. pretty <laughs> obvious. There's this
4: group of people
2: on the other side of the river, and they're
4: sending spies and like
2: yeah, yeah. they're
4: not just going to hang out on the other side of the river.
2: Though like, that was like I was going to wait till the end to bring this up, but but they must have been there for a while. This. Yeah, they're, set, they're setting up shop there. Because they're waiting for there's, Moses there's to die even... before they're allowed to go across.
0: <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah. But also, there's two and a half, time. two and a half of the 12 tribes are going to set up shop there.
2: Right. So, but this is like, so here's my, I feel like this is kind of an error question. But, so, based on, last time they sent the spies out, 10 said, I oh know, based on my professional opinion, as a spy who evaluates the strength of in a of the military you know people are going after we're going to be at a disadvantage and they're like you will die because god's going to deliver these people into our hands because you have no faith yeah so now it's like why are they spying like if god's just going to deliver whoever they're going to fight no matter what and no matter what way what's the purpose of sending spies out why don't they just roll across the border and kill everybody because god's setting them up to kill everybody so does joshua not have faith that's what I mean. That's kind of an interesting question, right? Or – Like, why bother this whole – Is it just not written
0: down that God instructed Joshua to send these guys out?
2: I mean, he might have. But, I mean, it just seems like a – like, what do you need when you're not actually going to break into the city and fight it? You're going to march around and God's going to miraculously destroy the city. Well, Spoiler we're not going to talk about that in the story. but Right. But, I mean, well, why do you need to spy? That's but the, has yeah.
4: Joshua been told how they're going to attack the city yet?
2: Not yet. No. So he must so think it's in his normal
4: practice. Would be you go, you go spy it out? I
2: guess. Yeah. Maybe. It seems like it's Maybe one of those things, things where it's like, on the way. why does like why does David collect five smooth stones when he's got to fight Goliath and doesn't think the first one's going to kill him? <laughs> like, isn't God setting him up to win immediately with a one shot? What do you yeah. think he might miss? He I might miss.
0: Only an idiot would go in with one stone.
2: Yeah. Well, I did hear a theory that Goliath had four brothers, apparently. And that was, like, oh. the thing. Like, what if his brothers step up to defend Is that him? by QAnon? No, that was my father. <laughs> I think, too. But, um, QAnon, this Goliath gate. Is that me. a joke?
1: Like, your dad was telling a joke? Or he just thought... He no, like, I think he had heard something. Like, know, there was sorry. an announcement. Like, no, I'm like, sorry, I didn't. No,
2: know. no, no. No. Sorry. <laughs> not, no, not at all. Just, dad, but that was the idea of, like... If your dad's in a QAnon, that's his deal. I'm sorry. No, my dad's definitely not in the I'm QAnon. Sorry. But the point is, like, the... There was, like, maybe, I don't know, something else that suggested, maybe it was just a guess of, like, why would you have other stones? Oh, maybe because there are other people who you might have to fight right after you kill Goliath. So, in order to preserve the Well, I mean, there was a whole army. Standing over there. Right. Right, Yeah. Yeah. An
4: army of four. Right.
2: But God didn't tell David, take
1: one stone and do it. David just said, God's going to let me win. It might be on the fourth or fifth stone. Maybe his pouch would only. I thought he was told to go
2: get stones to go kill him. So I think
0: I, think I thought David just. Are we, we
2: doing what story we do? Yeah, that's a different story, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, all right. right,
1: well, just so I don't, I don't this. think, I don't think that uh, strategy and preparation diminishes God's plan. So or faith, yeah, or your faith. So if it's basically like, all right, God told us we're going to win. The smart thing to do, like they don't go into battle with no swords.
2: Right, right, or right. The Fair. smart right. thing
1: to do is all right. What does good strategy tell us to do? So you send spies in, figure out, the, the do recon, right? What's the land? Yeah. What's the land look like? What do their defenses look like? It's clearly a walled city. Who's inside of that city? So they went and did that. I don't think that diminishes.
4: No, but I data. think that brings up a really good point there, Brett. Of course it does. The, I
1: said it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Never mind. I'm done.
1: No, come on. <laughs> I'm come on. just kidding. Good <laughs>
4: no, no. So I, I think so. What I'm taking away from what you're saying is you still go through the process that you know until God interrupts it.
2: Mm. Right. Because like, naturally they, they wouldn't say, all right, there's a big wall. If we just play some music loud it'll fall down right like no they were like probably like all right we're going to kind of come up with some sort of siege thing and we're going to do this whatever and then it's like no 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 you don't need to do that just go march around and you're like okay god i trust you you told me to do this thing we're going to do it right. but if you hadn't our plan would have been build like a you know some sort of ladders or you a still catapult do or a you battering ram or used to like, doing no, you, you know, you know what we're doing or, or, or until whatever I sent the spies
0: in probably. right right yeah.
1: yeah i don't know yeah, I mean, but Jesus, yeah, no,
0: I agree. Jesus and, went. And Joshua was a spy himself. Yeah. well, So, so he, he
1: believes in it. Yeah. Right.
4: So the whole concept, I don't know, this is a stretch, so we might have to delete it, but let's try it. So Joseph and Mary, citizens are going to be taxed, so on and so forth. Oh, well, that's what we're doing. Oh, then we end up at the end. Oh, then God intersects. And mm. oh, well, Jesus is born in Bethlehem. Oh, look at that. That's what was prophesied, right? Like you don't force it. You go along with the path that you're on until God interrupts.
1: Yeah, Yeah, and Jesus Jesus knows his role. And when his ministry starts, he goes out to the desert. He just doesn't dive right into ministry. He goes out to the desert for 40 days, reflection, preparation, whatever that is. That doesn't diminish his faith that everything's going to happen the way it's supposed to. He also spends a lot of time praying, right? And so... Including in Gethsemane, where he basically begs that he doesn't have to go through with what he's going to go through because it's going to be really tor- terrible. Right. But in that, he actually demonstrates complete confidence in God and His plan, <clears throat> yeah.
2: and His humanity to realize that, like, like if he was like above it in the sense of like, oh, well, it wouldn't hurt him because he's God. Yeah. Then he wouldn't bother yeah. begging for it not to happen. It's clearly an indication that he's going to suffer for us, like for real. Yeah. Like otherwise you wouldn't have asked for it to go away, but then in the end still takes it. Right. So that's yeah. The,
4: yeah. So I recognize I'm taking a leap here, but one of the things that for me in my own life has been important is that some days, some seasons you just put one foot in front of the other. You just yeah. keep going forward. Right. Mm-hmm. But then at some point God intersects, right? Intercepts. And then whatever happens happens. Right. Mm-hmm. So, if we bring back to this story, the normal practice, if you're going to overtake a land, you send spies first. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, we don't know that we're going to march around Jericho for so many days and this and that, blah, blah. But this is what we do. Right? So, you keep doing those normal things because that's the practice. That's the norm. That's the expectation. That's what you know. And then maybe God does intercept. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: That makes sense, and that's the whole but if idea. God like, doesn't intercept. You're in waiting that for a way. miracle, or you're 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 open to a miracle, but you're not waiting for a miracle. You're mm. doing like what you're supposed to do. Yeah.
3: yeah,
2: and we also we also read the stories of
1: we also in the Bible. It's got the stories of God interceding, right? Right, and, and God usually says, "So that you know that I am your God." There could have been people they mowed over just based on sheer numbers and their army. And tactics, and right. Yeah, yeah I was and that's that sort of thing. And then Jericho is a special situation where God's going to be like, I'm going to show you how I'm going to let you win. Because the normal battle plan would be, if you've got a walled city, it would be a siege. So it would be long, drawn out. You're going to starve them out or whatever it is. But then God has different plans.
2: Yeah, right. So anyway, back that's to a good the point. That's a good point, though. And that's something I actually... I like to think about because I feel like sometimes we, as Christians, often say like, oh, look, this thing happened to David, so this is my life. And it's like, you're not David. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the reason these people are in the Bible and the stories about them are in the Bible is because exceptional things happen to them. And yes, we can learn from those, reflect on it, but we shouldn't have the expectation that our experience is going to be like these ex- – like Why not? Crazy – Because there was a million other people in Israel who had a very different experience than David while David was having his experience. So I don't think that we should – I don't know. I feel like in America especially, we've sort of flipped this individualism into like, Mm. that's me. It's for me. God's here for me. And it's like, yeah, God has a personal relationship with you. But it doesn't necessarily mean he's going to intercede into your life the way he has into the people whose stories made it into the Bible because they were extraordinary stories. And that's my – and extraordinary in the sense of extraordinary as in not what normally happens to people. And and I feel like too, like the Job thing, people read Job and go, Oh, something bad happens to me. God's testing me. No, God tested Job in the story. (laughs) And like, and, and in a way he didn't even, he just let it happen. Like, so you shouldn't necessarily try to apply everything that happens in the Bible to somebody to you. You should just learn from it, but recognize Mm -hmm. that you're, you're not that important. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> I'm not as far away. To be honest, from, but. I'm not
4: as far away from what you're saying as what I'm getting ready to say is going to sound like. Yeah, but I would dare say there are. I mean, who knows how many stories out there of God interceding that we don't know about?
2: Sure, I agree, and yeah, and, and from down, biblical times. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I I agree, but because they weren't
0: done to a king. You know, King David didn't. Well, whether have it's right, a king chose, or a, so a common, common
4: person, person.
2: Yeah. yeah. I mean, either either way, it just it, well, it's like For a whatever Pulp reason it wasn't recorded, right? Did God come down? It doesn't matter if He changed my Coke to Pepsi or helped me find my keys. A miracle is a miracle. <laughs> I don't remember that part. When right? after they get shot at and they don't get hit, oh, yeah. and Samuel Jackson is like, "Oh my God, God just stopped these bullets," <laughs> and he's like, "No," and John Travolta there's this whole like theological argument. He's like, "No, just random. We just luckily didn't get shot. We're just luck." And he's like, no, no, no. God came out. He was like, why would God save us? Like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. And he was like, you know, no. They're like, um, a miracle is a miracle, whether it's deserved or makes sense or not. Like, when God intercedes, God intercedes. It's Mm kind of interesting. We should do a whole episode on the theology. The theology of of, of so I mean, there's a whole like (laughs) there's a there is a theology behind Paul Fiction that's actually really interesting and whole theory about what's in the case and what it means and all those kind of things that we could do. We'll let you a tell whole episode story. on that. I can yeah, do that. Yeah. yeah,
4: yeah. So now we're not doing Bible stories anymore. We're going to do
2: movies. Eh, maybe we do movies a with biblical themes.
0: Mm. I still want to cover everybody in Hebrews 11, though.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Um, the yeah, list yeah
0: of, that's why we uh, picked Rahab, right? Yeah. Sure, yeah, in there. Yeah, correct.
2: Which we we're about to get Is, to. Uh, did we finish the story? <laughs> what story?
0: Oh, <laughs> do you mean that story I was telling? <laughs> um,
1: no, not yet.
4: Well, before you finish. um <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> All
1: right. Yeah. So the spies, That's what she said. So the spy. Oh! Hey! So they they hit the Say don't double cross us. Don't
0: double cross us, or yeah. or we'll kill you. We'll,
1: we'll kill you. Kill you dead. That's
0: right. You you dead. Uh. So Rahab says, you know what? That's cool. I I agree to that. Let me uh, open up this window. It's happens. You know, my my place is in the wall of the city. So this window is. You got to pee? Yeah.
1: I oh, do just, you? So do
0: mm-hmm. I. All right let take a break. break. Take a break.
3: <laughs> okay.
1: When we get back, we can talk about who paid for the wall.
0: Uh, <laughs> so where um, – Oh, so any, uh, what I was saying was that – and this is a complete non sequitur because I cut out a bunch. Yeah. But Delbach, I found out about <laughs> – It's fine. I'm trying, I'm trying to block my we, crunch. We know noise. about the, the, the eating in the mic on, yeah. on the show. Uh,
1: i there's a
2: button I could just turn it off while I ate something. That's not a bad idea. So but I would forget to turn it back be, on.
1: Cough button would be good, too. Oh, yeah. Anyway. I could use a
2: Diet Coke button. This is where it like. <laughs> this is the button. Trump apparently had in the Resolute desk in the Oval Office a button that he would press, and a butler would bring in Diet Coke. That's one of the first things that <laughs> Biden changed was to get rid of the button on the desk. Oh, the the Diet Coke button? A but, literally, a butler would come in with a glass of Diet Coke on a tray, silver tray. To deliver Uh, to Trump And he would take that And then drink his Diet Coke In the office Yeah He wouldn't like Hey can I get a Diet Coke in here Seems pretty easy He would just go like Beep And then someone would bring A Diet Coke to him
3: eh,
0: I mean It's efficient
2: I guess Yeah Yeah back in the LBJ
1: days They would bring in like A beer or a bourbon Right And in the
2: uh, Yeah And in the Clinton days It would be like Beep (laughs) 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 Speaking of Rahab Yeah Good point. Oh
0: boy. Anyway, <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I was about saying. to talk about um, Whiskey Del Bac mm-hmm. and where it comes from because mm-hmm. I didn't at the beginning, but mm-hmm. I meant to. So in Tucson, Arizona, that's where my brother in law lives, Brian Ellis. <laughs> Shout out. Yeah. <laughs>
1: nice. Thanks, Brian Ellis.
0: <laughs> uh, and and uh, he got me into the Whiskey oh, Del Bac. Local distillery there He and his his girlfriend
2: Kathy Wilson Thanks Kathy
0: (laughs) Shut up Um I'll put in the uh, Eric
3: Smith
2: (laughs) (laughs) So um, Yo hablo espanol En poco Doesn't that mean From Bach Del Bach Where's Bach From the Bach From the Bach Yeah I don't know I don't know Okay Speaking of whiskey from the back, whiskey from the back, back, out in the back. (laughs) Uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anyway, so Rahab lets these guys out of the window, which is on the wall. Yeah. So they're outside of the gates. To the wall?
4: Yes. To the switch. (laughs) Sorry. So she let them out of a hole?
0: A window in the wall so that they are outside of the city gates because the gates have already been closed. They got to climb
1: down a rope or something, I guess
0: they do they climb down a rope she lets a rope down a rope out of the window and they climb down
1: hmm. hopefully
3: they're not um, sweaty
0: and trying to i don't know i don't know why it didn't occur to these guys before they got down the rope but I, I assume they're just yelling at each other now they were like hey by the way we never ironed out any of the details <laughs> of what was going to happen so just so we know who you are we're two people out of however many, like two million. Right. They're going to come back, and attack, grand. right. Yeah. That yeah. are going to come back and attack the city. So well, that's millions.
1: How many fighting men did they have? Yeah. Probably a couple hundred thousand. Well, yeah. yeah. All right.
0: It's a lot. So we don't, we're not really going to know. They're not going to know who you are. Yeah. And this deal that we struck. Yeah. So why don't you hang this red cord out of this window, the one you just let us down from, hang a red cord out of it. Make sure you get all of your family and all, every, anybody you want saved, you get them in your house. Mm. And tell them not to leave. Because if they leave, they're dead. they dead. If you leave, you dead. Mm.
2: And she says, uh, yeah, that's cool. I'm down with that. So interesting theory I read, which is this could be the predecessor of the red light district.
0: I read that too. Yeah,
2: that the prostitute hangs the red thing out the window. And now becomes the red, like cord, or the red light outside your window is the indication of this is a house of prostitution.
0: Where did you read that?
2: Wikipedia. I read that too. Oh, <laughs> Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah.
0: You don't look at wik- Wikipedia before no, you about these. No, I have. At- I haven't checked uh, their footnotes.
2: Yeah, I didn't check the footnote, but I'm I hoping it's it. a reputable place. Me <laughs> to look at it. Up? I can look at quick. I don't know. So a red cord. Okay.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, she says. Listen, you might want to go into the hills and wait for a few days. Wait for three days because. They're still walking up and down this
2: road. That reference is from okay, The Return okay. of the Chaos Monsters and other Backstories of the Bible, published in Grand Rapids, Michigan in 2012 by Gregory Mobley. Some mm-hmm. analysis of Old Testament stuff. Sounds suspect. Nice. Yeah.
0: She uh yeah, so she she yells back, Hey, go up to the hills and, and hang out for a few days because the King's men who went out oh, searching right. for him yeah, yeah. headed out to um the Jordan they're walking up and down the path looking for these guys that Rahab said were out there. Uh, okay. Um, She said, hang out in the hills until they come back. It's probably going to be a few days. And, and then when they come back, go on back over. So sure enough, three days pass. The king's men come back. And they haven't found the spies, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then the two spies head back over to um, Shittim, where Joshua is waiting for them. And they say, hey, listen, man. This They're all scared of us Let's
1: go do it Let's do this Yeah The end And don't kill the lady with the white cord Red cord Red, red cord. cord Yeah In her window
0: Yeah, they, I mean, they told Joshua everything that, that happened Hey, Rahab took us in Saved our lives We agreed to save hers She's got a red cord hanging out of her window Um, And we told them not to leave the place or they'd die
2: So Please. So, is that the end of the Rahab story, or does she show up again in the Bible? She does show
0: up again. That's the end of this Rahab story.
2: Oh, nice.
0: Uh, Funny enough, she is the great-great-grandmother of Jesus?
1: No, of David. Which would make her in the line of Jesus, too. In the line of Jesus, yeah.
4: She is is in the lineage of Jesus. Right. So,
0: So, I... I didn't read up on this, but I, you know, I assume the Israelites come in. They march around the wall, the walls of Jericho, for seven days, and the walls crumble, except for so she obviously place, slept guess. with an Israelite, yeah. Yeah. yeah, which doesn't really add up.
1: Or did she marry an Israelite? So is she, she probably- must
0: marry an Israelite yeah. and
1: sleep with an Israelite, yeah, as part of her marriage Yeah. <laughs> To consecrate her relationship? My guess is they're like... Uh, Before or you, after they were married? My guess is they're like, we're going to graft you into the people of Israel, but... Yeah. We don't look kindly upon prostitution. Yeah,
0: but the... I mean, God instructed the Israelites to go in and kill everybody. so uh, Women, children, men, livestock, burn everything down and start
2: over. So I read an interesting theory that I don't like, but I feel like that Eric would bring up which is that Joshua is a series of stories to explain why things are the way they are in early Israel and like explaining certain ge- geographic things and certain other things. And one and the Rahab story is an example of people are like, What, I thought God said, kill all the Canaanites. Why do we have these Canaanite people intermarried with us? And they're like, Oh, they're descendants of Rahab, this one special Canaanite who's allowed to be part of our group. And so – not that it's not true, but I mean – but that – like the importance of this story is that it explains why there's a – there's an exception to the rule and why there's a mingling of Canaanites into um, the Israelite. Was she a Canaanite? Of, yes, because she's a Jericho she's person.
0: Yeah, that kind of struck me that, you know, they were instructed to kill everybody. But not Rahab because she struck a deal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean they, they – they, I guess the spies, their lives relied on her.
2: Yeah. Well, and she kind of acknowledges, like, God in them. Like, like you're yeah, the followers of the true God. Right. So, in a way, she recognizes God is above or better than or... She in, did
0: say, and I didn't mention in the story, that uh, she acknowledged your God is the God of heaven and the God of earth. So, yeah, she she... Had faith just based on stories, which is more than we can mostly say. Which
1: the other women mentioned in David and Jesus' lineage, so Ruth is a Midianite, grafted into the people of Israel as well. Right.
2: Yeah, that's what I read, that she was, like, held up as a great example of a convert, really, in the sense of she was not part of the, like, the people of Israel, but recognized... God's like sovereignty And power and then chose Them over her own people So is that
0: why she winds up in The list of of Heroes of the bible in Hebrews
2: yes and Apparently in James And so like in James 2 verse 25 they say and in like manner Was not also Rahab the harlot Justified by works and that she received The messengers and sent them out another way so in James's controversial uh book where faith in your salvation is about works and not faith <laughs> much to Martin Luther's chagrin but the um uh she gets called out for based on her the fact that she saved the, the spies and helped them she gets credited with righteousness for her actions not necessarily her her was uh was James's brother? Yes. Some people think so. So
0: That would make Rahab his great, 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 great great grandmother, too. Yes, good point. Is he going to say something
2: bad about her? That's fair. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. So, what's
4: interesting about what you just said, Josh? Yeah. I hadn't thought about this before I said it, but yeah. She's remembered for the, what was it? The good deeds? The works. Yeah, her works. Her works. Yeah. Her works, but, but not her everything faith. that we have focused on this evening has also been about her works, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but from a different perspective. So I'm just going to stay with the prostitute part, it's just an issue. Like I hadn't thought about that before. Yeah. Right. Like,
3: mm.
4: well, because she's described in our story that we're doing tonight as a prostitute.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Like
4: that's, that's what she's defined as. But that yet, was like her career.
0: Possibly
4: an innkeeper. She's an innkeeper prostitute. Whatever.
0: She owns a brothel.
4: But in this other section she's remembered as something else.
3: Yeah.
1: Well, that whole list of heroes. We've been through this before and too bad Eric's not here for this, but um, Samson's listed uh, the guy uh, the one judge that Kills his daughter. Jephthah. Right, Jephthah. Yeah. Um, David's listed. And those people did a lot of like terrible st- things. So, so, or, so if, if, if Rahab's listed by Eric's standards, then God would want Rahab to be a prostitute because of praising her in this. So, this was, so that was what he wanted for her.
4: So, how would you live your life differently? If you were remembered for the good you did, as opposed for the bad you did. Are you
0: suggesting that Rahab was remembered for the bad she did?
4: No.
2: No, she's, just not. No, she's rewarded for the good. That's, yes. Yeah. That's okay. As opposed to living like, here's a list of things I'm not going to do. And instead, think about, it. here's a th- list of things I should do or want to do in order for, to be, like,
4: this is the shit I did. Right but I also did this shit over here. Right. And so it's, it's an interesting. like I just hadn't thought about this mm. before. I think it's a yeah. good
2: point because I feel like. True. Part of the, the bad rap that Christianity sometimes gets is it's like for people not in it, it feels like a list of rules to mm-hmm. follow. And people are like, whatever with your rules. And in a way it's like, really the problem is it's a list of, it's not a list even. It's, it's an attitude that we should have that we don't. And, and that's why I love the, um. I forget the the name of the prayer, but it's like the forgive me for all the things I should have done and didn't do kind of like mm-hmm. aspect what's it's like I don't know, I think yeah. it's like part of the part, it's of, part the, of the the, the yeah. yeah,
1: but some of it's like don't wallow in
2: <clears throat> don't wallow in the misery of what you've done wrong. Right. So you have to like forgive yourself in the same way God forgives you and let your past go. But also like it's not so much about don't do these things that we think are like morality things. It's more like Hey, uh maybe you should be doing these things that we think are positive morality things that you're likely not doing. Like it's easier to say, hey, like a Pharisee, right? I never killed anybody. I kept all the laws. I didn't do all these things. Like, but then Jesus is like, But did you help people who were, you know, in need? Did you forgive people? Did you do all those things that are actually hard? Sin of omission versus
4: sin of commission.
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: Right. Some of it's though, like so. If Rahab's in the list, do the right things when it matters.
3: hmm Maybe. hmm
1: So, and this, I don't want to go back to Jephthah, right? But, but Jephthah basically said, we can win against our enemies because God will be with us, right? And that seems to be the right thing that matters. Um, with Rahab, though, it's even tougher, right? So she sides with God even against her own people, which is pretty right. interesting. So, so that I think is so to me that tells me side with God right. no matter what so if, sure. if i have to betray my country or even you guys or whatever right. yeah you better I'm not siding with you god you better not betray us exactly so, yeah
3: <laughs> cuz we will remember god, you for
4: the bad you did not the good yeah, you will. Yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, it's like, if there were any survivors of so, Jericho, they don't list Rahab in their right, the heroes.
1: Yeah. Right. Well,
2: they lost, so they didn't write history. Right. Exactly. But it was funny. It's I like mean, when I was in the Marines before bed every night, we would stand at our bunks and some – I think somebody would say a prayer or whatever, our like appointed chaplain guy. And then at the end, we would yell, God, country corps, and slap the bed like before we went to, to bed. And that was the idea is that it was supposed to be God – and then the United States, and then the Marine Corps. It's like your order of like sort of allegiance, like going in. But the point is, like, yeah, like to Rahab, her credit is that she betrays like her people and her country because your first, you know, loyalty should be towards the God who created the universe yeah. and you and everything like that. Yeah. So,
1: in a few good men, do they list it in that order?
2: I feel like they don't. They don't adhere to it there. And maybe when I was in, in boot camp, it was intentionally trying to steer us away from the mentality of a few good men, <laughs> oh, good men okay. <laughs> it was, i think it was before i think, I think it was after few that good movie men, right they
1: say unit core god country
2: they might yeah. i think that's part of what they're trying to undo there. country last interesting yeah
0: to go back to what you're saying ed though yeah i want to be remembered for the good that i did and not the bad for sure <laughs> right
2: it's an i wish everybody because i wish well, everybody forget all the bad stuff i did period <laughs>
4: Yeah, but, but what's interesting, like, so if I think about my own life I'm just going to keep everybody at arm's length. If I think about my <laughs> own life trajectory, like, the pieces that stand out, and maybe this is more a statement about who I am and as I'm trying to grow and change it or not, mm-hmm. but, like, the bad things I do are the things that stand out for me more, right? And I think about what what would be different if... If I were to remember the good things that I did, or if others were to remember the good things I did, as opposed to the bad things I did. Yeah, what if we
1: focused on the good things people do instead of the bad things I did? Because I definitely don't do that.
2: Yeah, well, I agree, and I think
1: that's—I remember the bad things people do forever.
4: Well, yes. so and think about so even yeah, with you our
0: remember ten years ago when you did that thing to me. Yeah, especially the people I care about the most.
4: Well, so that's where I was going to go. If we think that. about yes. a partner that's or a spouse. Like, yeah. we remember the bad shit that they did. Like, it could be minimal, but, like, we remember the bad thing or the bad thing that we felt mm-hmm. where they were trying to do something. Right? As opposed to the it's, – it's just – an I never thought about that before. Yeah. It is up. interesting. because like well, we, so we had fun tonight. Like, two things. Well, the whole thing was, ooh, have the prostitute, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah. Oh, that's bad, blah, blah. I don't think it's bad. But
2: – Got to make a living. Yeah. Got to hustle. But I I totally agree. Even I mean, I agree mentally. I think I struggle in real life with it. But to me, the two things, like the one part that's easy because I get the point – I'm pointing at other people instead of myself, which is I feel like the church struggles with focusing on the things we're not supposed to do. And that hurts our message where if we just focused on telling people all the things they should be doing, they would eventually stop doing the things that we think are bad or We think that God thinks is bad, but it's like, but it's the wrong message to say, hey, you should stop doing these things that we think are sinful. That's the view of the church. Like, no, we should be out advocating, hey, we think these things, it's sinful to not do them. So everyone should be doing them. We should be in a positive message of these are the things that you should do. And so that's like the one kind of thing that it's easy because I'm pointing at somebody else. But I think for myself also, like, I... To be honest, I, I take solace or like comfort in thinking, well, I'm not doing these bad things, so I'm a good person, even though the reality is I'm really not doing the good things that I should be doing, and that's what makes me a bad person. Mm. You know, there's a selfishness that it's easy to point out other people's selfishness, but it's hard to acknowledge yeah. your own selfishness. If and I so, don't do anything at all, I'm not doing bad things. Right. Right. But it's like almost like you might as well taking any risks to do the good. Right. Bingo. Yeah. And it's – and and instead of saying like – and I feel like we do this too with like – it's a bad analogy but I mean a little bit with like like politicians and celebrities. It's kind of like we like to sort of put them on a pedestal and look at them and say, look at this great stuff and they're so great. And then they do one thing wrong and we're like, oh, they're horrible and we tear them down. But it's like, okay, so they had some personal mm-hmm. failing. They're a drug addict. They're a philanderer or whatever. It's like – but they did a bunch of good stuff. Like why aren't we just – celebrating their good stuff and feeling bad for them for the things they did wrong instead of being like, oh, your your whole you know, everything you did is kind of invalidated by the bad thing you did. Mm, right. Yeah. So
1: we like to tear people down. And we this do. this because we want to feel like we're better. Yes. And I I think if the church could focus on one thing, it would be to focus on grace. Yes. So not even like the logbook of they did all these good things and did these bad things. It would be you made a mistake you are capable of redemption. You are capable of good things. Right. And, and it's, and it's, if we could focus on one thing, it'd be that because society loves to tear down a Christian that's risen right. to the top and makes a mistake because they for, they perceive Christians as you got all these rules and then you mess up. So I'm going to call you on it. Right. Where if, if what we were all about was, yeah, we all mess up. That's how amazing grace is. That's how amazing Jesus is. So we talked all about like um, uh, all these. So the thing I was thinking when we were talking about like David gets mentioned and all these people get mentioned that are amazing, but we don't get mentioned because we're normal people like the rest of Israel. Right. But but isn't it pretty amazing that we get forgiveness? Like everybody gets forgiveness. Right. Not just David and yeah. the kings and everything. So shouldn't we celebrate that? That's pretty amazing that we all can receive that or have the ability or...
2: Yeah. Right. And it's like an unfortunate in a way, and I don't know if this is the message of the church or the way the media wants to portray the church, but I feel like the only one getting voices are the people who are out there saying, here's what's wrong with society. We're doing X, we're doing Y, we're doing Z, wrong. Well, they're the loudest. Yeah. Instead of like someone going like, hey, I'm here from the church and guess what? Um, We should be doing more loving our neighbor and doing all these positive things yeah, or whatever yeah. but to your point or i mean the other great message i totally agree with you would be hey we all suck <laughs> and we yeah. all screw up all the time we're not judgmental we're just all acknowledging that we need you know healing and forgiveness and that would you know i think appeal way more to people than don't be this thing i don't like right now you know like so it seems like
0: Ed, you i mean you you really touched on something but it it Points why, at least me personally, I struggle with why is Jephthah in this list of heroes? Why is Rahab, yeah. the, the prostitute, in this list of heroes? Why is uh, Abraham, who um, was going to kill his son, in the list of heroes? I mean, God told him to. Well, that's true, um, <laughs> but but it, it's there's not a single person out there that doesn't have a fault. But we just focus right. on the faults. Even in the heroes. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, Rahab, oh, she was a prostitute. What she's, what's she doing in the list of heroes where the writer of Hebrews obviously had some level of grace that I'd like to achieve, but I'm not there yet. You know? Right.
1: Um. So, I don't know. Well, with David, I mean, why does God praise David? Not because he – even, and it's not even like we says he's a man after God's own heart. It's not because – Led battles, won wars, and stuff. It's all—it's because of the humility, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. because he—he was—he—he he like in—in in sometimes very public ways was like, "I have really messed up." Can you think of a? We don't even have kings, but I can't think of an elected official that would admit to a mistake right
2: now. All right. Even a small one, let alone, like, I committed (laughs) adultery and murder. (laughs) Like, and I feel bad about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or
1: even just, like, oh, boy, I had this. Because they would
0: get skewered. (laughs) Yeah, I
1: had this idea. It was a really bad idea. It didn't work out very well. So, maybe we should stop doing that. No. Right. (laughs) It's just, so. uh, Yeah. I mean, so that's why David's praiseworthy. Anyway, I don't know what my point is, but. But. I think I think maybe my point is God values things that we we don't value the same. And right. so we look and at people. someone and all we see is their mistakes and the bad things they've chosen to do. and god, God, I think, is looking at, despite all of your flaws, you show tremendous faith at certain times. and that's what. And that's yeah. what I'm going to choose to recognize.
2: Faith and repentance seems to be what he focuses on versus, yeah. I
1: don't know. I'm making a lot of assumptions about what God focuses on, I guess. Maybe I that's true. Do that. But it sounds right. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to choose to believe you. Yeah. I mean, I just, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I praise God that I'm at that point because I used to be that person. Like, you've got to act this way. You've got to be this way. And I just think the way I interact with people now, um, and I still am a work in progress, but I just think like we all if are. I was the way I was,
4: you wouldn't, wouldn't hang out with me.
1: What good would that do? <laughs> Not even that, so <laughs> even. I mean, so my my friend's gonna listen and he'll hear this, but I've got a friend right now, his child is transitioning okay to identifies as a different gender. There was a point in time where I'd be like oh that's that's terrible, and 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 I would just focus on like there's two genders and all this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and when he told me the only thing I could say is I is is just basically I realize this is really difficult, but what I do know is you're supposed to love your child as much as you possibly can, yeah, and that's mm-hmm. how you reflect Christ is by loving your child despite whatever you may think about their decisions or whatever is going on with them, right? And that just to me, um. And I'm not trying to toot my own horn or anything, but the fact that God has put it on my heart that that's what I should do versus instead of dictating certain behavior, certain opinions on gender roles and that sort of thing. Right. Or or quoting scripture or. Right. Well,
2: it's funny. Like I always had this impression, like when I was younger that, Oh, you're, you're open to anything when you're young. And when you get older, you get set in your ways. But I feel like my life has been a journey from, I feel like I was like a teenager that I'm like, I have an airtight worldview. I know everything and everything's black and white and blah, blah, blah. And more and more in my experiences have gone like, things are gray. And really, you just have to like love people and deal with life the way it is because it's it's really not that simple. And, and you know, to have that sort of righteous attitude or that, that, hubris or whatever to think that you know everything is so wrong and so anti i feel like what i thought was like a very strong christian view is like actually in retrospect i realized like it's such an arrogant not christian view where like the humility of like i don't know i'm just trying to be good to people because i don't really know what's going on is like much more humble and more i feel like christ-like because if i was christ yeah sure i could tell you that's totally wrong you shouldn't do it but i'm not so i'm like i'm gonna go with the i don't really know i just want to try to be nice and hope for the best right you know but, but i think I totally, we've yeah. all
0: had that 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 point in our lives where we think that something is black and white, right? Right. It's either this or that, mm. and um, hopefully, anybody that I may have offended back then can show me some grace. I am to the point where I'm showing myself some grace for right. who I used to be, and so, you know, if 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 people can't, I let's. I mean, just to tie it back into the story, yes. Right? Let's just Good, say yeah, Rahab, I, say. Yeah. I mean, she betrayed her own people, the people of Jericho. She believed in God, though, so she had to eventually find some grace for herself, right? So, um, she may have seen the gray area, you right. know, but, but I think that we all have to find some grace Grace for ourselves because we're all gonna make mistakes. Yeah. And if we can't move past it and and learn from it, then what are we doing?
1: Right. We also don't know a lot about why was she a prostitute. So this is the other thing. We don't know anything about her past. Right. Right. Was she married to someone? They died in her society, the ancient Near East, she didn't have a lot of choices. She mentions her family. Maybe she had a family. Right. She did. She yeah. had kids she had to feed, maybe, and, and all those things. Like, yeah. Yeah. It yeah. Mentions, but I mean, yeah. So it, it so mentions family So, didn't where talk did her about. family come from? That's true. So what options does she have? And yeah. So I mean, so I think we make a lot of judgments. We made a lot of jokes. She's a prostitute or whatever. <laughs> but we don't know anything else about her life. Right. What led up to that? What was the. Right decisions what it, we don't know her circumstances
0: it's her so it's not our place to judge yeah why she's a prostitute or or why she's made the decisions she's made right i think
4: the fact that we say we don't know her situation is a judgment itself
2: well it is Absolutely. interesting right so we're like oh she might have been a prostitute like oh maybe she had a bunch of good reasons why she did yeah, this like, bad oh, thing of being why a prostitute was, but it's like but we're yeah. also not like why does she prostitute? I don't know. Maybe because every guy in that city wanted to pay someone to have sex with them. That could be. Like, like, well, that could be. well, I mean, on the flip, like we're not talking about like why do prostitution exist because of a flaw in man. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. like like we're thinking about oh, what decisions does she make or what drove her to, to say think it's okay to be a prostitute? But we're like, what what about the fact that the people who who made that business viable? It's like the flip side of like why do you sell drugs? It's like I don't know why do everybody come up to me in, in the inner city and ask me, hey, do are you selling drugs? <laughs> like you know, like I look at the supply and the demand, the sort of aspects of it. But,
3: but it I agree. Also, be, it's just it, like I don't know, it whatever, could be either central?
2: way. I don't know. I didn't. I, mean, I didn't say they were. But potentially, I
1: mean. it could be either way. It could be. <laughs> it could be. Maybe she had a few choices and she did the best she could to help her family, which we would find um, laudable. Potentially. Right. Could also be she's greedy and this was the best way to make money. And she's like, yeah, I'm hot and I'm going to sell my body to make money. Right. Which maybe we wouldn't think was laudable, but the whole point is either way, she's worthy of grace. Right. Yeah. We should respect her as, as bearing the image of God. Right. And, um, we should see everyone as, uh, worthy of that despite the choices you make and, and you can make changes in your life if you desire. I don't know. I- And that's something I
0: think we all lose sight of over uh, whether, you know, whether it's temporary or or whatever. But we all lose sight of the fact that if we believe that there is a God and we believe that God is who he is, I'm with you. I believe that. Then we have to believe that God created every single human being on this earth, right? God created Rahab, like, for. People that are racist, God created that other race, Mm -hmm. you know, for people who might think that gay is wrong. God created that gay person or that that child who is questioning God created them. How can you not look at that that
1: child or that person and love them for that reason? And even the tougher one, how can you not look at the racist and Mm -hmm. still love them? Ugh. I know, I know, that's tough, right?
2: Yeah. If, that's that's if a good the point. other is yeah. made
4: in the image of God, so is the, the racist other. is yeah, an image bearer right. of God also. That's a good point.
1: And if well, you and if you reject well, right, so the racism is not the image
4: they're, they are a human being, yes. bear the image of God and and they're made in the image of God and have the potential to share that image with others.
2: Mm. Sure, yeah. Well, and this is like this is the hard part, right? Because on some level, you want to be able to call out evil and bad things, but at the same time, have grace for people, like so that they, because you want grace, and and everyone is sinning and doing bad things on some scale, judgment too. Yeah, I know. So I want it, but I want so you should
1: call out bad behavior. Yes, racism is unacceptable. Yes, there are lots of things unacceptable, but but when you
2: That's where I struggle is because on some part part. of me says like, but I don't feel like the need to call out Rahab for being a prostitute, even though like the idea of like, well, maybe selling your body for sex is quote unquote immoral or unacceptable. I feel like it's a victimless crime. I don't like, I, I feel bad for her more than I want to judge her. But somebody who's like, I want to punish and exploit other people. I'm like, no, I want to call you out for being a bad person. You know what I mean? So.
0: But then what are the know. circumstances that, that led, led to them to the, yeah. that way? Well it's true. Being like right a racist, you mean? Yeah. yeah so right. you want to say racism yeah, is bad, probably. but at the
2: same time you there do really want to say there's a you want to have grace and sort of understanding for the racist because like I said, it's in in the same way that probably a lot of environmental factors led to someone be deciding you know, becoming a prostitute. Le- there's a lot of environmental factors that lead to someone becoming a racist. And you're not gonna win them over by telling them you know, you're just just by attacking them or whatever, right? Yeah. You want to try to see them as a person so you can help bring them to the light to see that racism is bad. Yeah. But that's hard, right? Because that's hard because we want to be like, we're the good guys. They're the bad guys. We're going to win. But it's like – but nobody wins really like that. Right. Even though I want us to win that way. It's yeah, hard. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, Don – Meeks, yeah, our pastor, Little Donnie Meeks, Little Donnie Meeks, uh, I'm Pastor cut Don,
1: because maybe he doesn't want to be identified with
0: them. No, <laughs> he
3: doesn't
0: care. Okay. Um, he would say, "You play the long game, mm-hmm. like you just try to nudge the needle in the right direction by doing the right thing or saying, you know, being the right type of person, showing a good example, all that right. sort of stuff."
4: So, I think the um the challenge with all this when someone has a belief system or whatever that is incredibly contrary to where you are is how to be in relationship with that person in such a way that gives them the space to have a change of heart. Mm. Yeah. That I, for me any and maybe this is a me thing again but like for me like that's the opportunity the challenge like if i am vehemently opposed to what somebody else thinks or how they view the world how do i interact with them in such a way so that they have a change of heart it's not like a you know, them bowing to, oh, I was wrong. You know, like like to, to enable to welcome them to a change of heart. Not yeah. that I always have the right heart. Right? No, no, no. But like, but it's a good point. I, I mean, think
1: there's something in, I mean, maybe I'm just being like new age or whatever, but this is backed up by data. So if you like, and people have tested this stuff. So like in negotiations with somebody, so you're at, at different ends of things. The first step is to find commonality on something. Mm -hmm. And then then you become an us versus a you and a me. Mm -hmm. And that's like effective in negotiations. And then if you look at even the kind of the racism thing, like how much ground do we gain by um marginalizing or isolating racists within their own. Window And within their own group, all we're doing is solidifying their worldview by keeping them within their own group. There's an individual, a a black man, and I wish I could remember his name, who actually goes to KKK rallies, befriends KKK members, and he has helped them transfer their mindset because they've never had a relationship with a black man before. Mm. So when he goes in, he goes in and builds commonality, like here's things we share. We're not that far different. And he's had a greater success rate at converting people than anyone that goes in and just like attacks them and says, Oh, we've got to squash them and their beliefs or whatever. All you do is you just continue to breed that kind of resentment. Yeah. So I think there's something within people that is capable of recognizing and 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 I mean maybe I'm sounding new age or whatever, but capable of recognizing mm-hmm. the like the commonality we share, which which I think we would argue or maybe I would argue is that is we all bear the same image of God, right? And and maybe people don't see that when they're doing it, but when you when you understand commonality, you know that's where empathy and other things come from. Yeah. And how much more effective is that than than anything else we could try?
2: Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I totally agree, but and, and that's why I recognize my weakness is I because I think I think you're right. But where I struggle, and I think where a lot of people struggle, struggle is they want to be. It's the same way like we like to talk about other people who are bad because it makes us feel good about ourselves. We want to be the good guys against the bad guys, and but but that's not effective. It just feels good, right? And so I t- I totally agree that it doesn't it doesn't work, I and mean, that's where we got to break that mentality. And I think. You might, you're like, you're saying, I don't know if I sound new agey. You sound Jesus-y to me, which is like, it's <laughs> like a, like, he doesn't care about winning. He cares about the people, right? And I think that's where we need to get to, but it's so hard, which is to break away from the idea that we want to win or be right or be on the good side. And we want to actually affect change. And like that, the example you gave is that's a guy who doesn't care that they're bad people and he's a good person. He doesn't want to like be like, I'm the right one and they're the bad one and we're going to defeat their bad thinking. He's like, I want to change the the world. Right, yeah. Crap people say. Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. Or, you know, like, oh, I'm going to go punch a Nazi. It's like, that feels good. Yes, I want to punch a Nazi. I want to do like, I want to be the good guys who are fighting the bad guys. But in the reality is all you're doing is fighting. And you really want to be like, I need to convince the bad guys that they're bad guys and help them see a way to be good guys. And that's better. It's just so hard. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that is, you're right. It is hard. Yeah. I mean, it's like, but it's, yeah. but it's the right answer. I think, and that's the thing that I feel like that's the hard thing that as Christians, we should be talking about, which is not like, Hey, guess what? I've never hired a prostitute. Aren't I a good person? You know, it's like, uh, whatever, you know, yeah. like, it's yeah. more like, what Hey, have you ever like lowered yourself talking? enough that you were willing to talk to somebody you hated because you're trying to help them? You know, like that's the part that's really like, wow, that's revolutionary and sort of a... Like, contrary to what we believe is normal in society. And that's like a Jesus y kind of thing, where everything else, like, everybody likes to think that they're good being the bad guys. Everybody thinks that. There's That's a secular feeling. That's not a, a revolutionary sort of, you know, God feeling. I don't know. Yeah. Who do I associate with? Probably the spies in a sense of. Which one? One of the two. Just
0: call them spy one and spy two. I'd say it's spy like two Dr. then. Seuss.
2: Which one? Spy 2? Spy 2. Spy yeah. Two. Spy yeah. 2 because...
0: He was the second one. That's why I want to associate
2: with it. Because it seems Perfect. like an exciting thing to go out and investigate the new land. And and I would like to think that, presented with the situation, I would make a deal with the, with the people to say, we're going to save you. And be open to that. And be, like, gracious or, or grateful for the support that I got. Yeah, interesting. So,
4: there's so many different players in this. Um...
0: Let's see. One, two, three, <laughs> four, or five. I don't know how many Kingsmen there were. Say two. There's a That's a great four movie. Five. by the Way. The but, yeah. Movie, right.
1: The second one.
4: Though. There's yeah. a um,
0: first
1: one's better. Than, so, yeah. Yeah. Oh, except for the end, which was stupid. But we can talk about that another. Episode. Oh yeah. With Samuel like, Jackson. Like, why did they I'm like, do
2: that? it's just why so I have to send my kids out of the room for one scene yeah. uh, instead of stupid.
4: Line.
2: And so that's the one that
4: I Sorry. identify
2: with.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh, geez. I hate when Ed does this I like, You it. guys never let me talk so You guys are always interrupting me it's, That's the show, Ed um, there's That's a, the show, um, Ed uh, <laughs> And thank you For enjoying this episode of Bible on the Rock
0: <laughs> Thanks for listening to Bible on the Rocks If you enjoyed this episode Be sure to subscribe and rate us on iTunes a special thanks to our contributors, Brett Hinky, Ed Johnson, Josh Perius, Eric Smith, and Jameson Stubbs. Also contributing and doing sound editing is me, Jeremy Spittle. Finally, be sure to check out Spitfire's other podcast, Flushing It Out with Samantha Spittle. She's the introvert's extrovert and talks to people, so you don't have to. For now, this has been a Spitfire production.
2: It's the greatest thing I've ever heard.